welcome back to another episode of Mind Mind Body Body Stuff. Stuff. I'm Kaylee. I'm Bernice. We're friends. (laughs) And co-workers. Sometimes we're friends. Sometimes we're enemies. (laughs) (laughs) Only happened a couple times today. (laughs) I'm like, I have to dance with her? Whatever. (laughs) We're mostly friends. It's good. You should always have people in your life that challenge you who you love yeah you should it makes it more it's kind of like the light in the dark it makes it a little bit more in depth constant lessons constant lessons <laughs> like calm down don't take that personally why are you so defensive what's wrong with the bridal shower invitation well there were a few things wrong with it right. and i'm sorry that i had to tell you about it <laughs> <laughs> anyways anyway she called me out she said you're getting defensive i'm like no i'm not no i'm not <laughs> so then I you my swore teeth. at me and you said mean things about me. I might have said some mean thing. But I it's okay. I know yeah. this about you. Yeah. And I so I like, I didn't take that personally. I'm and similar to her husband sometimes though. They have they have the same birthday and they're Leo, so they don't like it when they're wrong. Yeah, we don't like they're the mistakes. king of the jungle. Yeah. I'm like, I am never wrong. <laughs> Even though I'm wrong like most of the time. Not most of the time. <laughs> Half time. Like normal yeah. people, 50 yeah, 50. Like normal people. Yeah, we're 50 50. But for you, Leos, it's hard for your spirit. Very hard. Yeah, we're very. Just like Rob. He does not like it. When and he's I feel wrong. like my like mane, my hackles go up, right? And I'm like trying to not show it, but my little hackles go right I know. up. Like, I have to deal with a lot of you guys in my life. I'm, I'm somehow drawn to Leos. My mother's a Leo. My husband's a Leo. Mm-hmm. You're a Leo. My, my daughter is a Leo. Got lots of Leos. Yeah, Leos. We love Leos. I love a Leo. I do because you guys are very charismatic and charming and funny and gregarious. And crazy. But you're very proud as well. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you're good for us. (laughs) You're like, hello. Well, I have no problem being like, you're wrong. No, she does not have any problem with doing that. I'm always like, what? Yeah, and you and Rob do not like that. No, no, we don't not not like No, 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 no. Like but it's all, good. We're all we're all working. It on our creates stuff. balance. It does. Yeah, something like anyway. that. Anyway, um, what are we talking about today? Well, I said, hey, Bernice, what should we talk about this week? And just like every single other week, she goes, I don't know. Uh uh-uh. uh So then I have to figure out the topic. My thing's like, how about bravery? How about? <laughs> <laughs> how okay. about shame? Okay. What do we want to talk about? like, actually, let's think of something a little broader than that. No, I don't. Shame is a great topic. We've talked about shame before. But shame seems to be in everything. You're like, let's talk about shame again. (laughs) I love shame. (laughs) Let's do shame and guilt. And then control. (laughs) One more time. This is a feel-good podcast. (laughs) Very enjoyable experience for all. Makes me happy. (laughs) I don't know about you guys. Well, actually, that's a kind of a good point, is um, how do we deal with the, with the hardship of the world? Like, how do you keep your sanity or your spirits up when we have so much access to information that makes us feel like the world is not that great of a place? And so that's actually what I wanted to talk about this week. And it's funny that you said all those things because you like talking about them, but there, I, I feel like you and I handle the atrocities of the world in very different ways because you're the type of person who posts a million atrocious things on Facebook every single day. I do. And you listen to the news 
any time you're in the car and any time you're Constantly. in a free moment. Oh my God. And then it gets you so fired up. So fired up. You're so fired up about the news. Pumped up to like midnight. Just like, God. But it's like, how, and then for me, when I, when I hear about all the terrible things that are happening in the world, it just like crushes my spirit. And so it's just interesting how you and I kind of are affected differently yeah. by hardship. Right. And so I'm wondering, like, not that either of us have uh, the right way to handle this, because mm. I definitely don't think that I do. And I don't know for you guys out there listening, like, this is when we love it when you chime in. Like, what defenses have you put up or what mechanisms or how do you stay a, a compassionate, empathetic human being, but also protect yourself and your energy from that? All the negativity and just yeah. all the the awareness of what's going on in the world. Right. So, but don't you think it's crazy that, you know, we, we wouldn't have known any of this stuff, like almost like 30 years ago or even 20 years ago. It just feels like even 10 years ago, I guess, because I just feel like we have so much access now to everything, not Mm -hmm. just what's happening. You know, when I grew up, it was kind of like, what's happening in your town? Totally. What happened in Honolulu today? Yeah. Or you'd hear the big, big world news. Right. Big deal stuff. You know, the president did da 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 or whatever. Or like a war broke out in this, you know. Right. And whatever. Right. Whatever. But you're not hearing about uh, all of the tiny little details. Like one of the things that also gets me is I could be reading an article that isn't that actually like terrible of an article and then it has those sub articles that you can click on within the article and they're like they're awful like woman arrested for abandoning her child in a diaper box you know and it's like so even if I'm not trying to read that type of news if I'm reading another article these sub articles pop up in my in within the article Mm -hmm. like with really awful news that I just can't escape and then it just like I just I feel it and this comes to that mind body element it's like I can literally feel it in my body mm-hmm. and it makes me feel sick mm-hmm. so do you are you not affected that way or like how can you post this amount of horrible stuff and not be like not have it affect you mm. I think I have a different a different viewpoint of it. Yeah, I would love to hear your viewpoint. For me, I feel like um, when I see all that information, I make sure the news is verifiable before I repost. It's always from normal sources, of course, because, of course, there's a lot of weird stuff out there that isn't correct. Fake news! (laughs) Watch out! Um, (laughs) But then I just feel like these stories need to be heard. Like, I feel like we owe it to the people that are experiencing these things that we know that this is happening right now. And mm-hmm. how I grew up is I grew up so very unaware, mm-hmm. like for really just until the last 10 years. Like I was, mm-hmm. you know, I barely voted, you know, up mm-hmm. until 10 years ago. I'm embarrassed about that. But, you know, I wasn't yeah. really super engaged. Mm-hmm. Which and is so shocking for me to think that. 10 years ago, you weren't a voter. La, like, you're la, 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 so, la. so, so politically what engaged. What a nice day. I think I'll like, go to the beach for a while. I can't imagine you not being concerned with politics I wonder now. what we'll have for dinner. Right. And maybe I'll get a tan, you know. <laughs> maybe I'll go to my exercise class and then, you know, which was fine. But um, 
I also feel like this is such a gift. Like I want to be aware of everything happening that we owe it to the people that are experiencing these things because my life is so darn easy compared to the life of lives of the majority of people that we read about that Mm -hmm. I'm like, wake the, you know what up, you know, Mm -hmm. and get fired up and understand that this world is happening right now Mm -hmm. and that we need to be, we need to bring light to all that stuff. But if we personally can't do anything about it, what is the purpose of us? Like, so just thinking about like, if I cannot change the fact that it's happening, which some things I do believe I can change. For example, all of the, you know, the, with the families, the asylum seekers, the, the families being split up, babies as young as 12 months old in basically holding cells while their parents were taken the somewhere else. children. I do feel like I can do something about that. And what I did is I donated a big amount of money, which goes towards hiring an attorney and an, and an advocate. I called my representatives. I feel like there's something I can do about that. So for me, that is a really, really, really huge crime against humanity that's happening in our own country and I feel like I can do something about it so yeah I am posting a ton about it and I care about it but some of the other stuff that I can't do anything about then 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 is it actually beneficial for me to be uh to to have it as part of my energy I think I think that all that that the energy has to be put out so even when we make, when we, I think we get confused that we have to have action on everything, but things don't always have to have action. It can be more the intention of just like, here it is, you know, here world, like I'm aware mm-hmm. and I want to let you know psychically and energetically that I'm aware. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like that concept of when we pray for someone and you don't even know the person. Mm-hmm. They've done on those studies where you can have like, you know, 100 people praying for Totally. And, it, and, and it's effective. And it's effective. So mm-hmm. that's that's my belief too is it's like we need to just be aware and put that energy out there mm-hmm. and just say, here it is, you know, mm-hmm. and this is unacceptable and I'm putting that energy into the psyche and into the world psyche about it. And hopefully also thinking that I know tons of people all over that see some of my posts and that some of those people are involved in some of these things so it's kind of like here it is mm-hmm. like just so you know i know mm-hmm. and we know mm-hmm. and thank yeah. you for doing your work or are you ignoring the work that you're doing mm-hmm. that type of stuff mm-hmm. yeah no and i definitely don't disagree with you at all i just know that you and i are different personalities and we are affected in different ways yeah this stuff i get fired up about it i get and you get depressed about I do. it i, I think depressed. i get more like oh my gosh like wake up you know like you know mm-hmm. to myself more mm-hmm. of like you know maybe there's something happening in my personal life and i'm just like well this is terrible i barely survived this and then i look at these stories and i'm like oh my gosh you know every day i'm just completely like Oh, hello. Mm-hmm. Pay attention. I think that's why I like my work as a therapist, too, mm-hmm. because it's been sure. so enlightening, too, in terms of, like, you know, my simple world before, and I would just get so mired and mucked down in the simplicity of mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. that when I started doing the work, it was like, wow, mm-hmm. what a gift for me to hear your story. Mm-hmm. And maybe I can't do anything with that story, but I'm learning from that story, mm-hmm. and it's expanding my worldview, And then just you telling your story to me is helping you in some way. Mm -hmm. So I think even just those stories are told and they're released out into the universe 
and then people get to read them and hear about them and perhaps someone out there is taking action on them or even just the psychic energy of knowing like this is happening and none of us agree with it. Mm-hmm. So you were more inc- more concerned with like the storytelling and the psychic energy of it rather than taking action. Well, I I agree with taking action too, but I think there's many ways to take action, not mm-hmm. just a physical way of taking action. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's a psychic sort of energetic way of taking action too, mm-hmm. putting it out there in the universe. Like, hello, right? what do we want to do with this mm-hmm. world? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because none of us had this ability oh, 10 years ago. We wouldn't know half of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was happening for mm-hmm. sure. So do you think that um, like... So if you think back to the you who wasn't politically involved or, you know, aware. just aware, do you, when were you happier? Probably now. Now. Happier now. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Because that person back then, which isn't like you at all, but that person back then was very um, self, self-centered and self-focused. You know what I mean? Like, sure. my world is yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and now I feel like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. it's, your world is much bigger yeah. than just this world. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's really important to recognize that we are all connected. Like, we're all connected. And when, when, there, is, when there are things that are horrible happening to people who maybe a different skin color than you or maybe live in a different country than you what really fires me up is when we say well that doesn't affect me so I don't care and I find that to be like just really awful mm-hmm. you know and, and I do I do get frustrated by that by by this this attitude of well it's not in my life it doesn't affect me so therefore I don't care about it right you know and I do think it's this we do need to find a balance and I think every every personality type can handle this amount of information differently. Now, there are some personality types who have to step away from it all and have to be really careful and and make sure that they are guarded in their heart and in their energy so that it doesn't take a good day and turn it bad because nobody's going to benefit. Nobody's going to benefit from uh, uh, somebody who's completely unrelated and not involved in the situation to be totally brought down right by a good by 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 a, a, a bad situation exactly so if if it turns my day bad there's no benefit to it but for you somebody who maybe it does fire you up and gets you excited and passionate and like you know engaged and aware and you want to spread awareness then that's a much more beneficial situation than for me sometimes where it's like oh my gosh what is yeah. a wrong with us and b the point Right. And what do we do about it, too? And like I said, I act when I actually, like, when I'm like, okay, there's something I can do. I can call my representative. Physically. I can, I, I understand that if I donate this amount of money, I know what it's going to go to. And I believe that there's a doable solution that I can be a part of. Right. Now, when I hear about someone, you know, uh, that there's, I just don't feel like there's anything that I personally can do about it then it's a lot harder for me. Like when I hear about kids being violated, when I feel about, or when I hear about like, yeah, like God, moms who let their daughters get raped by their boyfriend. Like when I hear those types of stories, it's just like so depressing to me. Oh, yeah, and I just wonder are... like how, how, how does this stuff happen? And it makes me feel really like depressed about 
humans. Yeah. <laughs> you know? The sad part, it's happening all the time. Totally. And it's that's why, but, but that's my question is, is it actually good for me to know that it's happening? Because I can't do anything about it and it completely makes me sick. Yeah. And, and, and it, 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 it changes my energy. Yeah. No, I don't think, you know, I don't think for you it would be a good thing. You know, for me, it's more like, oh, wow. I tend to forget that it's happening all the time. And then I remember, and then it's like, oh, it's happening all the time. And then sometimes I might see someone or I'm Mm -hmm. triggered in some way and I'm like, I wonder if it's happening to them. And then I reach, I might talk to them a certain way or be curious about something. Mm -hmm. And it just makes it more that I'm kind of like, just aware of like, oh, is this this person's journey with this, or mm-hmm. is it not more compassion, more compassionate, yeah, sure. like, and sure. and just having compassion for this world and this place mm-hmm. and all these troubles that are happening, um, and trying to open up in terms of, you know, having awareness of them and not necessarily knowing what to do about them, but just o- almost making a space, you know, like right. here, here's a space. Mm-hmm. And I'll look, we'll look at it, you yeah. know, world, let's look at this because yeah. it isn't right that it's happening. And maybe we don't have the answers but right now, but even just making the space and putting it there, maybe it makes it possible for us to develop answers down the road. Right. You know, but you're, you're thinking on a collective psyche. I probably. am. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that that's, I, I definitely believe in energy. Everyone who probably listens to this podcast knows that about me and I am into like, woo-woo stuff mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I, I I definitely think that there's there's value in that and there are so many studies like you just mentioned about the power of prayer and you can have you know you can have profound effect really big effects you don't crazy. have to know people are, are praying for you so but that also is is energy that's like sending the love and the light and the good you know the good thoughts and, and yes the prayers in, in, in a certain direction. And I think that, yes, if you can channel, if you can channel tragedies and if you can channel that into something positive, then, you know, then it, 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 it can be beneficial. Yeah. And I do think though, that we get in, we do get as a, as a, as a group, even, and, and as individuals and even myself sometimes where we get stuck where it's like, but I don't have the answer today. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's right. We don't have the answer today. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine the person that invented polio? You know, they're like, I don't have it today. You mean the vaccination? Whatever. <laughs> when I invented polio <laughs> and I gave it to everybody. Thanks for that. Sorry about that, polio folks. Um, the vaccination for polio. Can you imagine what it was like, you know, for, for someone to just say, I just don't have it today. It's gone. Right. It's like, no, you stick with it. Whatever it is, you stick yeah, with but it. You, but sometimes you have to focus your effort on one thing. Right. You can't you can't say, you know, I'm going to take all of the hardship in the world and I'm going to think about all of it. No. You have to focus like that's why I think you find you find something that you're like I can do something about this yeah. though. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Like you can't solve all the world's problems. No. So should we know about all of them? Yes. And I guess that's my question. Yes. And I disagree. We should know about all of them. No, we shouldn't. <laughs> Every it's single healthy. One. Every single one because that's where hope comes from. Yeah, but you don't have to know about every single sad thing that's happening in the world to no, still... No, but like, I don't know every single th- sad thing. You post a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I heard a sad story. Now I'm going to segue. Sorry about that. Segue. <laughs> this morning, you know, what's that? What's the... Um, uh, when the, everyone talks into the booth for NPR stories? 
Mm, what's that called? Anyway, you know, when people share their stories that I forget what it's called. Story time. Story tell. Story something. Got it. We got it. Anyway, you guys will know. Um, today, the story was this. Oh, my God. It was so moving. It was the um, the bus boy that, um, that held uh, Robert Kennedy's head after he was shot. Mm. Well, you, I don't know where yeah. he was shot, but there's a, I guess there's a, there's a profound photo of him of, uh, and I, it sounds like he's, um, maybe Mexican American or, um, some, some, not a white bus boy. And he's holding the, um, he's holding Robert Kennedy's head. Somehow he's helping him and he can tell, and the bus boy has been shot in the hand in some way. Oh. And, um, he can tell that Bobby Kennedy's dying. Um, but he's trying to help him and Bobby Kennedy's talking to him. He said, were you shot? Are you okay? Bobby Kennedy's oh. asking the bus boy, and he's an old man now telling the story, and he's speaking with a maybe a Latino accent, and he was like, "I got a lot of hate mail after when he was like fifty years ago, and one guy said, "You know, you should have given up your life to save his life or all this stuff mm. that if he hadn't helped you with your hand, he would have lived, which wasn't true. He was fatally shot." But he said, you know, he went to his grave recently, wore a, he'd never owned a suit before. He just bought a suit and went to Bobby Kennedy's grave and, and said, you know, apologized and said, I wish I could have saved your life that day. I wish I could have given my life for your life. It just made me tear up. I'm just like, but these are the things that made me realize, you know, what a gift it is to be here Mm -hmm. and that not all of us get to be here. And that many, some of us die in tragic ways and, mm-hmm. and people are dying every day in tragic ways and that we owe it to them to know their stories, you know, because we have the gift, at least at this moment, not dying in a tragic way or not being in a tragic situation, that we owe it to them to know their stories so we can be present with them psychically in some way. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I just wasn't, I'm just not aware of that struggle and I'm so sorry I wasn't aware mm-hmm. of that for that person. Mm-hmm. You know, oh my yeah. God, I'm sorry. I've been like totally caught up on, you know, how messy my kitchen was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I totally wasn't aware yeah. of Yeah, I mean, I think if it can put things in perspective yeah. for us, then yeah, it's it's beneficial. And I, I just keep going back to this because personalities are different. But mm-hmm. if it doesn't put things in perspective, I mean, and sometimes, yeah, sometimes it gives me gratitude or it, you know, it has me treat my family differently, like... In good ways, you know, mm-hmm. when I hear about the, when I just hear things that just rock me. But, like, a lot of the energy workers that I go to or that I see, like, I I am a warrior. And so I'm like, what do you think about climate change and what's happening with this and whatever? And I ask about, like, some news things that are bothering me. And more often than not, they say, I I don't stay current on it. Mm. And they say, they say, like, it, I can't do my job as well and I can't work at a high at the high vibration that I need to when I let all that stuff bog me down and Mm -hmm. so I think that there's just different ways and I think that we you know I think we just need to figure out what to do with this insane amount of information that is just coming at us constantly and Mm -hmm. some people can handle it like you you can handle it some people can't handle it some people are going to be fired up and be motivated and be inspired by it and some people are going to be uh brought down by it and I think it's up to us how we protect ourselves or how we use negative situations and 
and, and use them for, for the good. But ultimately, it has to be used for the, for the good. And, and unfortunately, a lot of times with with news and with media, it's, it's, the, it's given to us so that we can, we can be afraid. It's we're given all of this negativity and all of this scary stuff that we so so we're afraid. And I think if we can, if we can, maybe not drop into that place of fear when we when we read it or of of despair, then it can benefit us. But only only you know when it's. Or I think maybe people don't even realize how much it's affecting them. Like when you read upsetting news, like are you going in and checking in with your body and feeling how it's affecting you? Are you really taking into consideration how this affects your energy? Does it does something shift inside of you? And is that shift advantageous or is it not? Do you get sick to your stomach? Does your does your heart start to beat faster? Like do you feel despair or do you feel like yes, there is there are, you know, I, I can do something good with this. I can send energy somewhere. I can I can use this for good. And and I think we only the individual on individual days can can determine what's right. But I, I just I, I know that um, what did I read the other day? It said the like humans are not capable of um, digesting or whatever the word is the amount of of access to information that we have right now. It's just it's coming at us too fast that we can't process it. And I thought that was fascinating. Yeah, and you probably need a balance too. You, you do probably need a balance of like mm-hmm. if you're going to do a lot of like it's like the you know can you imagine these reporters that do these these pieces in such depth too where I'm like oh my goodness like oh, you had totally. to go be there and write this piece with you know these people living in such great tragedy and um, it's just like amazing what they can tolerate. But I think those reporters are, you know, feel they're taking action, obviously, because they totally. feel like they really want to make that, those stories obviously known. Absolutely. Um, so that that kind of like, I, I just have so much, I mean, it's amazing what they do and how much they can tolerate really in that big picture. Yeah. And like, um, we met this amazing woman, um, two weekends ago at our at our last teacher training and she runs a center for um maybe I'm getting this wrong um but for victims of sexual abuse yeah and trauma and and trauma yeah women and children yeah and these these people who have these jobs I also feel like we all have our different gifts and there are some people who their purpose in this life is to help heal and to be able to hold space without it um destroying without them. it destroying them mm-hmm. without it losing without without <laughs> <laughs> without okay. it taking away your yeah, without them losing their own hope and their own you know um yes, belief that's in the such world a good point kaylee and that that's really good too even for those of us looking for jobs or thinking about what our careers are in you know it, it is sort of knowing where your strengths lie because yeah. you see some people do that work kind of what we've always been talking about and they just are just crumbled like they're just totally like, and it I, just you can see it you can see it just kind of suck the spirit oh out of their gosh. body yeah i remember working in a clinic for a while mental health clinic and some of the 
people that had been there for years. They were just kind of walking around. The clinicians were like zombies. And I was just kind of like skipping down the hall like, how's everybody doing? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> and they were like, yeah. why are you so happy? And I'm like, I'm not happy, but I'm just saying yeah. we probably need to have a different well, I think that- attitude shift in this area because... And I think that is one of your gifts, though, is holding space for this for for difficult situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not good in in uh, in, in uh, simple situations. <laughs> simple situations are incredibly stressful for you. It's <laughs> shocking to me. They're not clear to me. Grocery stores. Oh, I hate those. Restaurants. Restaurants. You freak out. Cannot do them. No, you have a very hard those time. Those now make my heart beat fast right there. Oh yeah, and then she um, when she's nervous, you guys, she starts talking in an accent. <laughs> just so you know, if you're like, why are you Australian now? Well, it's probably because she's really nervous about something. <laughs> so just a little Bernice tidbit. Oopsie. Um, but, but yeah, you have like an, a, a really, really special gift of being able to hold space for hardship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that, that that is why you can constantly post all this stuff on Facebook and, and, you know, because you, you can hold that space. Yeah. And I think that is like the gift. woman you were talking about working at the trauma center. Oh yeah. She can hold, she can, hold, I mean, she definitely needs to recharge and, and, and what, it looks like she's doing her work. She she's, looks yes. very balanced and, you know, oh, she's so vibrant oh, and my. shiny. That woman just like sparkled. Yeah. I had no, like we didn't know that was her work. And then she shared it towards the end and it was like, oh, Wow. Well, she shared it at the beginning circle too, I oh, believe, I but I think part. you maybe just <laughs> missed that. that part. But, but, and she has her tools to re, you know, like Ula is an important tool for her to, you know, be able to continue to do that right. work. But the thing is, like, you can tell that her spirit is very much alive and vibrant inside of her body. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. her job is not is not killing her. Not killing her. Nope. Mm-mm. And I think that that's, you know, even if we have so much compassion for others, if you can't keep your own light mm-hmm. shining while you're while you're doing this type of work, then maybe it's not the right type of work for you. No matter how much you care, no matter how much your heart is in it and you love it, if you can't do that, then it's not the right job for you. No, because then it's destroying you. It's just too. destroying you. And, and then, nobody benefits when nobody. when our light's dull. Mm-mm. No, and you can see right away when the person's kind of like... You can see it right away. Yeah, yeah. I'm here to help. I'm like, are you? But you don't look yeah. happy And I, I, I honestly don't think that that type of a job is, is for me. Mm-hmm. For me, like... That's why we make a good combo. We It is why we make a good combo. But part of... So one of the greatest most um rewarding parts of my job is i i absolutely feel like ula is successful when i hear that ula has been a tool or a way for um for our participants to then go out and do the work that they are meant to do in this world whether it's ula can help recharge them or ula has given them the belief in themselves or whatever it is i it's like I almost I, I want to be involved in this type of work, but I have to do it in a in a different way. I may I may not be able to be on the front line, but I can be I can provide a service that helps those who are able to be on the front line and in the trenches. And if Ula can help them yeah, kind of recharge or invigorate or fill their cup or whatever they whatever they're getting from Ula so that they can go out and do the work that is so absolutely important, then I feel like I've done my job. There are a couple there are a couple of women who are just uh God, I just admire so much. Erin Erickson being one of them. Mm-hmm. One of 
this is silly. Well, maybe it's not silly. Erin, I've told you this before, but one of my greatest, I feel like, accomplishments with Ula is partly like giving Erin a place where she can recharge because I feel like so much of the work that she's doing, Oh yeah, it's like... I feel like we have our, our, our very own Glenn and Doyle here in yeah. Missoula. I'm like, how can I serve you? Yeah. I can't be out there doing the work that you're doing because that kind of stuff I think would, would, would dull my light, but she can do it. So I'm going to be here in support of her. Yeah. Very good. And so I think we all just need to know how we can move about the pain of the world. Yes. Where we can find... How we navigate How it. we navigate it. And where we find our balance and where we find hope, mm-hmm. you know, and where we find regeneration and that type of stuff. So we can keep doing the work that we need to do. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because for me, I'm like, what's the purpose of all of this? Right. Like, why is it such a terrible... Why are people so awful? Why is this world so bad? Why is this world so bad? Why is it so, like, sad? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Part of that I just don't understand. I just don't... I, I just don't understand why it has to be so hard and mm-hmm. sad. Just hard. It's hard being a human. Yeah, but it's like... I don't know. It just, it makes me so sad. It's like, you know, let's say a poor little child who's just had like such an awful like family life. It's like, why, why, why that little person? Why does that little person have to suffer so much? Mm -hmm. Like, what is the point of all that suffering? And you know, then we can go into the spiritual conversations and I do have my, I do have my spiritual beliefs on that and, and why that child does have that situation. And, 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 you know, that's, we all have our different, our different beliefs on this, but you know, I do get, I do have some solace in my spirituality and my kind of understanding. But when I look at these situations, situations just the the facts of them it's it's it 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 kills me I have to go deeper I have to I have to tap into my spirituality and 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 try to believe that there's a reason behind all of this Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that that there that suffering it's not it's not just for for nothing that there's Mm -hmm. there's a reason there's a lesson there's a blessing there's something behind this suffering I have to turn to my spirituality and that's why I think, you know, for me, why there's so many great light workers out there that help work with children like that, you know, mm-hmm. that if they're, if, the, if, the, if they have the ability to find someone or later in life, figure something out, mm-hmm. that there are those workers out there that help figure out, you know, where am I at in my life and mm-hmm. what does it mean? What happened in my childhood and, mm-hmm. and yeah. what am I doing now with it? And blah, 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 right. all that work stuff in terms. And so I'm thankful for to those people like oh the women my gosh, we had, seriously. you know, that, that, that are willing to do that work and bring the light to the darkness for some, some of us who, who have been, you know, traumatized at an early age or, or in a later age, mm-hmm. wherever it may happen. It's, it's quite unfortunate when it happens. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. Breaking the cycle of abuse, breaking the cycle of poverty, breaking the cycle of, addiction Addiction, of of you know uh all of these different issues it's it it, but i don't know it's it's just complicated stuff it's complicated it is it's complicated and and part of it is being a human and part of it is like the light and the dark and part of it is but then there's just 
there, there's just part of me that I'm like, why? Yeah. <laughs> why is there so much suffering? I know, the <laughs> suffering. I was like, you guys got to read that book. We already talked about Man's Search for Meaning by Victor, oh, Victor yeah. Frankl in the concentration yeah. camps. And, yeah. you know, it's just a great story of how he finds hope. Right. Even in the midst of this, that tremendous suffering, and everyone's dying around him. I think most yeah. of his family members have been killed. And... um and how yeah. he, he found, even with the people in the concentration camps, the ones that lived the longest, that survived, had hope. Had hope. Mm-hmm. But who, how can you have hope when it seems utterly hopeless? hopeless. Mm-hmm. That's pretty fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you have that hope? And um, yeah, but they, some of those people, and that's that's the thing that kind of blew him away. Mm-hmm. It was like, whoa, yeah, Mark has hope. Yeah, yeah he has and hope. he's and still alive. And, he, and it wasn't even hope to get released. It was more like. Hope, small amounts of hope. Like, I think I saw my brother next door, you know, in the other mm. camp, and he looked like he was doing okay. Aww. But it was those little bits of hope that yeah. kept those people alive. Yeah. That's pretty. Oh my gosh, the resiliency of the, the human resiliency. spirit. And we are. We're incredibly oh. adaptable. We, we, there is so much resiliency. But when it's at the hands of another human, that's when it just, it just, uh, it's just so hard for me to I it's just really hard for me I don't I don't I don't, oh I'm gonna cry like I just don't understand how people can be so awful to yeah. each other you and know it's like okay maybe there's a plague and it's like can you find hope within you know a plague or something but when it's just pure just just awful awful well, treatment like from one II. human to yeah concentration camps oh like, my goodness like what are you gonna what are you doing there folks well, hello just like i mean obviously i have little kids and i'm pregnant but the, i'm just haunted by these 58 little children sitting in this you know in their cages in their cages with their little tinfoil, tinfoil blankets. blankets and they're scared and they don't know where their parents are like why and then what is the policy and what who's in charge policy? and how can you do this like how can humans be so mean to each other mm. and the human condition that human condition of you know people being defended and thinking they're doing the right thing but like, i think you have to go numb to be that mean like how can somebody do that how could somebody put a mom in one car and a one year old baby in the other car hearing both of them screaming mm-hmm. and just drive off because it's policy you have to be so numbed out and how does that affect their psyche yeah how you does know? that affect and their maybe psyche? like again to point out sometimes your psyche isn't affected immediately right cuz you're like i'm i'm following the rules i'm doing my yeah. job but i can guarantee you i can't guarantee it but i can pretty much guess that you know a year 5 years 10 years there's going to be something that haunts you in your psyche where you're like oh yeah i did that remember i did that did that work yeah so do you think or do you think people die thinking oh i did what was right for my country i think some people die thinking that way i think some you know, well, even, and then you know, then then maybe the obviously we all have different thoughts on spirituality, but then maybe the spirituality piece comes in at the end of the life. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Maybe it's taken into bigger hands than our own. But I don't know. I just like this is a really hard part of being human for me. It is. Yeah. And I'm not good at handling it. Like nobody take. I have no advice as I'm crying thinking about these children. Like I, but I donated and I called my representatives. And yes, so, and you took action. I know, but it's like I want them out now. 
Well, I know. And we... they're traumatized. And this this type of trauma is going to last a lifetime. I mean, maybe they can get help, but to be ripped from your mother's arms when you're 12 months old? But some of the most amazing people that I've worked with in therapy have had some of the biggest traumas, and they become some of the strongest people I know. Oh, they're so much cooler than me. <laughs> <laughs> so not to say, of course, it's not to say like, oh, that's great. You know, yeah. he's 58. Then yeah, someone's yeah, yeah. going to become a great leader. But no. maybe someone will. Totally. Do you know what I mean? Totally. So, no, I get it. Like, mentally, I get all this, but yeah. it's my heart yes. that doesn't get it. Right. Yeah, the heart <laughs> doesn't make sense. My brain is like, yes. Yes. And my, you know, I'm like, yes, okay. And again, going back to my belief system, I, I do believe that they're, you know, that they're, 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 uh, and maybe I'll just say it, but I do believe that as souls, we sometimes go in and just say, yes, like, I'm going to go in and have this experience and... It, there's much, much, much bigger stuff at play than what we can just see on the surface. And exactly. I, I do believe that. But my human heart has a really hard time with yeah. it. The heart in this little body at this time. And this body, this heart in this, this body. is is it, it struggles. Yeah. It's too much. It's too much yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm hormonal and, you know, kid stuff really gets me right now. Oh, yeah. Like, kid stuff I cannot deal with anymore. But that's why it's good that we know this stuff because... So I can sit here and cry and No, be because you took action and you did something about it and you're aware of it. Yeah. We don't want 58 children to nobody know about. Exactly. I know. Everybody. I know. We all need to know that. I know. And, um, and I'm sorry it makes everybody sad, but we owe it to those children to find out where they are, who they are, and who's what's happening. Right. Because then we change policy. Right. Then enough of us get upset, and enough of us do something. Now, does it happen immediately? No, most likely not. No, but I'm just mad at the people who made the horrendous, inhumane policy in the first place. And they think they're doing a very good job. But this is the stuff that I'm like, when humans are so awful to one another, or to animals... It's really, it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't always make sense. But if we get too hung up on the making sense part, I know. I know. get admired in that. Yeah. <laughs> it was like I'd have clients and they'd be like, but why did that happen? I'm like, it doesn't matter that it happened. It happened. It happened. But now we got to do something about yes. it. Yes. You know, because we can spend what a I lifetime love, f- trying to f- figure that out. But what I love is what Glennon Doyle posted about um, about her efforts. So for any anyone out there who doesn't know, um, Glennon Doyle, she has a um, she has an organization called Together Rising, and she made a great. I mean, she's organized this huge effort, and one of the things that she was saying is. Um, Uh, She did a a Desmond Tutu quote and it said, we need to stop just pulling people out of the river. We need to go upstream and find out why they're falling in. Exactly. So the first thing, and so her day one, um, her day one project was basically pull people out of the river. So let's go and help those kids. Let's go and figure this out. Like, let's hire them attorneys, advocates. Let's do that. But then we need to go upstream. And now she's like, we've got to get these policies to change. Proactive. We've got it. We've got to move upstream and start start solving the problem that created 
this issue. Yes. Yes. And, and, and yeah. And so, my God, thank, thank goodness for this woman. Right. And all, and all the women and men that are doing the hard work out there. Doing the hard work. In the trenches. You, you hear me on this podcast. It is not meant for me. Well. But I support these people who are doing it. <laughs> I will be on your team. I will do exactly what you tell me to. And but I can't will. be on the front line. <laughs> and you'll help them come to Ula and get balanced and heal themselves. Lennon, come to Ula. You would Lennon, love it. You're going to love it. <laughs> Wouldn't You're probably a, a dream come true. Everyone's like, Ellen, you need to get on Ellen. I'm like, I, I mean, Ellen's great, but I love you, Ellen. If you're listening, we love you too. I love, I love you, Ellen, but oh man, Glennon Doyle. But what about Glennon? She's my girl. So if any of you know her, that'd be great. Feel free. Invite her, please. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also good for me to be around people like you and Rob. I'm going to go back to my husband mm-hmm. because I am highly emotional and he's extremely aware, but he... Um, can stay in in his thinking space rather than his feeling space on everything. Yeah, and so he can talk me like off my ledge very easily because he doesn't get like his whole world doesn't turn upside down because he sees worlds other worlds turn right. upside down. Whereas and me, he's very aware as well. He, oh my god, yeah. he's incredibly aware. Like yeah. this man is. He's taught me a lot aware. of stuff about my coffee cups and stuff like that. <laughs> he's very aware. <laughs> And you're good for me too. And I think another thing that you can, you can, um, you always are able to do is you can infuse a sense of like humor into it. Not that any of this stuff is funny, Not funny. but you make it feel less, um, horrendously tragic to me. Yeah. And then I want to let feel less insurmountable. Yes. 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 Exactly. And we read something about that too. About totally read something about that. Of humor. Humor in doing tra- this type it of work. It was Danielle Laporte's birthday oh, post. That's it. That's that exactly. I tagged you in. Yes. That I tagged you in. That was, I was like, so oh my gosh, that's good. so you. That's what you do. You can't. Yeah. You've got to always have an element of humor. Yeah. Because work. it keeps you kind of like it gives you almost the energy and the hope to it keep does. going. And I think that's probably why you have so much buoyancy in these types of situations because you do have that laughter and that lightness that keeps you afloat and mm-hmm. keeps those around you afloat yeah that's true that's true and I'm really grateful for for you in my life to do that because I do have a tendency to go just down well and you do the hard work and, and you like to go down which I like to go down too but then I like to go up I like yeah, to come up and you like, bring us up because we got to dive but then we got to get some air so we got to go mm-hmm. up for a sec and then we can dive and you're much more willing to dive deep yeah and then I'm like but let's come up for a little bit of air yeah and then we can go deeper again and it is why we work well as a team yes i think so yeah totally it's complimentary very complimentary we love you guys podcast sorry we cried sorry we both cried (laughs) (laughs) well i cried about bobby kennedy it's like uh oh (laughs) (laughs) well well that's what you get when you story core it's called story core that was i was trying to remember sorry about that good i bet you feel happy that you thought of that (laughs) thank you memory (laughs) um anyways I'm not sure. I hope that this podcast was, um, I don't know if, if I could, if there could be one hope for me for this podcast, it would be for you guys to really evaluate yeah. your relationship with, um, with negative news and with, with the in just the massive amount of, of information that we have And how is it, how is it not only serving your life, but 
are, are, are you then able to use that information to help serve other people, whether mm-hmm. it's energetically or actually taking action steps, whatever it may be. Um, but, but I also invite you really to check in with your bodies as you're reading. Your bodies will tell you. So for me, my body tells me that it, it, it it's, it's sick for mm-hmm. me. It makes it, it, it makes me sick. You and sometimes that sickness then can create action when I feel like there's an action plan. But sometimes I just then fester in my own in your sickness. Own sickness. Some vomit. <laughs> it's not not good. <laughs> not pretty. But listen to your bodies. They're, they they will they'll tell you. They'll tell you. Because yeah. you're you're probably like, yeah, let's go. Oh yeah, I'm all look geez. Come on, everyone. Let's get on a plane and do it right now. <laughs> um and tell us how you guys deal with it. You know, I'm so exactly. you people um deal with this because yeah. you know, it's just good to hear everyone else's stories and yeah and how we're all um, trying to uh, make Navigate sense of what's happening this. Yeah. in this world. Mm-hmm. It's a tough. It's a tough time. It is a tough time. So yeah, I think we all need to remember though that nobody benefits from our own lights being dull. No, <sighs> nobody. Love, love you guys. Love you. Keep shining. <laughs> Keep loving. Shine on. <laughs> Linner. Um, it's a hard last name. It is a hard it's that's a L N D N D N. N D N. E R too many consonants Linner. in a row. Linner. Linner. Kaylee Linner. Linner. It's a it's a hard name. Let's try to say it without without going linear. Let's say Lindner. <laughs> Kaylee Linder. Oh, that Kay- was good. That was very Kaylee Linder. Kaylee. Wait, what's that? Is it from Willy Wonka? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, I totally remember that, but I'm not sure what it's from. We digress.